Hello, this is Father Michael Eads from the Toronto Oratory, and you're listening to Lexio et Oratio, a short spiritual reading podcast followed by a reflection. Mother Teresa, come be my light. The private writings of the Saint of Calcutta, chapter 11, continued. Pray for me that I, too, be brave. In her letters to Archbishop Knox, Mother Teresa kept informing him about the growth of her young institute and often added, on a line, alluding to her suffering. I was longing to speak to you at the airport, but no words would come. The little note you gave me is with me. I read it often. I know you pray. After a week, she wrote from the newly opened house in Venezuela, urging him again, pray for me, that I too be brave. I will have many things to tell you when I return. She shared with Archbishop Knox her joy at being able to help her sisters to love God, while maintaining that she herself could not, as well as touching incidents from her life with the poor. I was sorry not to be able to be at the Mater Dei College for the meeting. About 60 sisters were in retreat, so they had a chance to talk to Mother. It's so consoling to help others love God, since I can't do it myself. With deep, humble gratitude, I owe God. What deep, humble gratitude I owe God for what treasures he has given me in my children. Three days ago, we picked up two people eaten alive with worms. The agony of the cross was on their faces. How terrible poverty is, if unloved. After we made them comfortable, you should have seen the change. The old man asked for a cigarette. And how beautiful of God. In my bag, there were two packets of the best cigarettes. A rich man gave them to me that morning in the street. God thought of this old man's longing. Why do I write all these foolish things to you when you have so many other great things to be busy with? Because it is the first article of the creed of our poor. The first article of the creed of our poor was the evidence of God's tender love for each one of them, manifested in the smallest details. She witnessed it daily and could not help marveling at it. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Angels of God, our guardians, dear, to whom God's love commits us here, ever this day be at our side to light and guard, to rule and guide. Amen. Most sacred heart of Jesus, teacher of teachers, have mercy on us. St. Philip Neri, child of Mary, apostle of Rome, vessel of the Holy Ghost, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Cigarettes. Aren't cigarettes bad, evil? Well, Mother Teresa didn't think so. And if tobacco is made by God, and God saw that all things he made were good, 
Well, then tobacco is good. Doesn't it cause cancer? Well, probably, maybe. But all things in moderation. Everything that God made is good. The abuse of things doesn't take away their goodness. It doesn't take away the fact that we can use them. Just because they're abused doesn't mean they can't be used properly. And cigarettes, tobacco, other kinds of smoking have been a wonderful thing for calming people down, for promoting conversation, for helping people to concentrate, for helping deal with anxiety. For many years, very, very good psychiatric nurses used to keep cigarettes in their cart of medicine. They would often give one or two to someone when they needed it. John Paul II, they say, used to smoke two cigarettes a day. They say Pope Benedict also occasionally smoked. They say that Pope Pius X was almost a chain smoker, smoked a lot. Well, anyways, we're not here to explain and defend smoking as it is, but just to say that Mother Teresa's way of showing love included giving cigarettes. Mother Teresa wanted to help people to know that God loved them. She wanted people to know that God thought of them. And if this man was longing for a cigarette, then Mother Teresa was happy to supply it. It's not intrinsically evil to smoke. It's not even wrong at all to smoke, if done in moderation. Right time, right way, right place. And this man was eaten up by worms. I mean, this was a this man suffered incredibly. Sisters got him comfortable. They showed him love by their attention. And then he asked him for a cigarette. <laughs> See, this man is a real man with human desires, human longings. So let us always remember that grace builds on nature. We're not going to become saints if we neglect the fact that we are human beings. We have to remember that grace builds on and perfects nature. And if we want to get along with people, then we should not too readily point out to them their natural defects. If we want to get along with people, we need to, in fact, give them joy. This is called the virtue of friendliness, the virtue that gives people pleasure, the virtue that knows how to make people have joy. Oh, come, Holy Spirit. Open our eyes to all the needs of those around us. Help us to know all the things they need in body and soul. Help us to be the instruments of your love so that through us and in us and our attentiveness to little details, people will know that God cares about them, even to the last hair on their head. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.